This is Everyday Wealth with award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and personal finance expert Gene Chatsky. I've asked Jake Novak to join us today to get his take on financial headlines. Jake has been the executive producer of financial news TV programs, an editorial columnist, a podcaster. He's been a political analyst for 28 years. Jake, again, no one can see your face because this is radio, but like you look like you're 28 years old. Uh, He's created successful shows, including CNN's In the Money program with Jack Cafferty and Varney and Company at Fox Business. He was also an executive producer and senior editorial columnist at CNBC for many years. Welcome, Jake. Nice to see you. So let's start with inflation. 9.1%. That number is big and scary. I, I remember inflation very well back from when, when it was in the 14, 15% number back in the early 1980s and, and 1970s. But throughout my career in financial news, which started really in the late 90s, we have not been dealing with numbers anywhere near close to even 3%. Now we're at 9%. And if you're under the age of 50, you have no memory None. of any real inflation number that mattered unless, you know, you saw one or two things in your everyday life, something that you saw that where the prices were going up. This is such a new shock for a lot of people. I mean, if you think about it, back in 1981, right, like that's hearkening back to <laughs> the wedding of Charles and Princess Di. Like that was a long, long, long time ago. And I think oh, you're right. A lot of people in the market who are new to the market just weren't around. I mean, I remember my parents talking about and being a little panicked about inflation in the early 80s because, you know, five brothers and sisters, kids you had to send to college, kids you had to kind of figure out, like, where we're going to be able to get jobs. And they, it wasn't something that I really fully understood as a kid, but I definitely understood my parents' anxiety happening around it. Yeah, I mean, listen, we remember that, but so many people don't. And because there are so many people who don't and they're shocked by these numbers, I think there are a lot of elements out there that are looking to take advantage of that with people uh, and not in a good way. Uh, I'm hearing a commercial on a lot of radio stations right now, and it sounds like Sam Elliott. They deliberately got a guy who sounds just like him, and he's selling disaster food supplies. You know, this is this food will last for 25 years. And Oof. he's talking about it. And, you know, they sell it in like one month supply. And I'm thinking like, if we're going to have this kind of a disaster, I need more than a month. Is the apocalypse only going to last a month? I can deal with that. You I know, can put it, that in my freezer yeah. if it's just a month. I don't need it to be like it's, canned supplies forever. If you're buying any of it, you need to buy all of it. It's one of those reasons why, boy, it's it's good that there are financial advisors out there. There are going to be people who are going to take advantage of this, whether they're selling something or they're trying to get ratings for a new show or whatever it is. Go to your financial advisor. Go to someone who can tell you there are ways around this and there are ways to deal with it. How do we know or have a good educated guess about what the Fed's going to do. We hear raising rates 0.75 or 1%. And, and of course, I'm always curious, like, is that already priced into the reactions people are having? Is it not priced into it? How do we know? Well, I'm going to give away the, the worst kept secret in the world. Of course, the Fed looks at what the stock market does. The stock market likes to send messages to the Fed. So we've had in the last couple of uh, days some rallies in the markets, which must be emboldening Jay Powell and the rest of the Fed to make themselves believe we're doing the right thing. We feel we've got the support from the markets. We can continue to do what we're doing or we're, we're about to finish. So I think that we're more likely, for example, you talked about whether it's going to be 0.75 a percentage point or a full percentage point. I think that he's going to want to go out with a bang with this and they're going to go for the full percentage point because the markets are giving them a little bit of applause. You're saying, well, you know, it seems like you're doing the right thing. We don't want you to keep raising rates forever, but it looks like we're coming out of what you've been doing so far. Okay. How do you think that heat wave in Europe? I mean... 
There was a report the other day about the tarmac. I think it was in London Ooh. that that they had to close down the airport because the tarmac started melting. And of course, we've seen videos of of literally cities, you know, inflamed, engulfed in flames. Um, I was watching a guy in Spain who had been digging a ditch to try to, you know, that's one of the ways they stop fires from spreading. He was the ditch digger guy. It didn't work. And you can see him sprinting across a field of like wheat um, and the fire right behind it. it. It was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying to watch. How does all that play into what we're seeing in the market? Well, it's the last thing they need in Europe right now. And there's there's two aspects of this, one which will not affect the United States so much and one that will. Um, it's the last thing they need because you, you mentioned the, the wheat field where the fire was. Already food prices are higher. And even if you don't have fires in areas where there's agriculture, obviously the, the incredibly hot weather hurts crops and Killing that's it, yeah. the last thing they need right now. It's also the last thing they need right now because that means they're going to need more energy to fuel air conditioners and things like that. And they're dealing with this threat of a cutoff of natural gas from their biggest natural gas supplier being Russia. Now, that part will affect the United States more because when it comes to energy, it is a global market. So we're seeing big spikes in natural gas prices, which are affecting us here in the United States just when we want those air conditioners running and things like that. Our gas prices are coming down. Well, why is that happening at a time when there's so much other bad news? Well, gasoline prices came down for the most part because even though the markets, the investors are a little bit less worried about severe recession than they were just a few weeks ago, they still believe there's going to be an economic slowdown. And when you have an economic slowdown, the demand for gasoline and and, and particularly petroleum goes down. And and that brought down the price per barrel lower than $100 a barrel just a few days ago. We're back there again, sort of. But it's not it's not it's not at the $121, $130 barrel level. And that brought down gasoline prices still at historic highs, still well, well over $4 a gallon national average. But natural gas prices are still rising. And uh, listen, I love natural gas. It's 50% cleaner than coal. It's abundant. The countries that have it are, by the way, are dealing with a lot less inflation. If you're a country with a lot of natural gas, your inflation numbers are lower than the rest of the world, like 4% instead of the 9%, which is you know, a huge difference. So this, this heat wave in Europe is driving natural gas prices higher. And if you're not one of those countries that's sitting on a lot of natural gas that's deliverable, you're feeling it worse than others. You mentioned that some folks are, are backing away from predictions of a recession. Are you one of them? People talk about a soft landing, which I don't really know what that is. I mean, it sounds better than a hard landing, I guess. Uh, but what are they talking about exactly? Yeah, they're, they're expecting a slowdown. Now, again, here's where you have to get into these boring definitions. A recession literally is two straight quarters, so six straight months of economic contraction, meaning the, 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 the dollar value or the value of, of the gross domestic product it, it reduces two quarters in a row, so six months straight of that kind of a reduction. I don't think we're going to get there, but I do think we are going to have a reduction from where we were just a few months ago. But there's going to be some people who are really going to feel the pain. If, you, if you're in a business where you really need natural gas, where you have a natural gas-fueled factory, for example, yeah, you're going to have a recession. You're going to have to lay people off. But if you're in a high-tech business that isn't in manufacturing something, maybe you're, 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 you're providing a tech support or something that isn't a manufacturing-based part of the economy, you could do very well right now. So it's Personal a, economies. Yeah. Look, you're, you're singing our tune, Jake. Absolutely. We always talk. I mean, Gene particularly always talks about personal economies, and you're exactly right. How it's going to feel is really what are your personal circumstances and how it's going to feel. Thanks for joining us, and um, we hope that you come back and join us again soon. 
With volatile markets and talk of recession, you may be wondering what to do next. We can help. At Edelman Financial Engines, you'll find experienced wealth planners who can help you uncover potential opportunities and avoid costly mistakes. Call 833-PLAN-EFE or visit planefe.com to connect with a wealth planner. That's 833-PLAN-EFE or planefe.com.